thou also wast with Jesus of Nazareth. I know not what thou sayest. This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. I do not know the man. Surely thou art one of them, for thy speech betrayeth thee. Did I not see thee in the garden? I do not know this man of whom you speak! to a word from the Lord TV. My name is Pastor Michael Eaton. I'm the host for today's program, as well as I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in the heart of Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, USA. And I also serve as the co-founder of A Word from the Lord, Inc., along with my lovely wife, Kimberly Eaton. We're so happy that you've joined us today. Uh, we believe that this word today is really going to encourage those who have failed the last week, those who feel disjointed or disconnected from God. God has sent me all the way through the NOW Network um, to let you hear this word of encouragement in the end. It's called Jesus and the withholding of Peter, Jesus and the withholding of Peter. So we're going to get into that message. But before then, I want to share a little bit about our ministry. A word from the Lord is the Bible teaching media ministry of myself, my lovely wife, Kimberly Eton. And we want to use mass media to expose our teaching to the widest audience as possible. That's why we've started broadcasting on the now television network we want to welcome you you who have joined us on this network this is our second week broadcasting and we want to thank you for watching today um, but we uh, again want to use uh, mass media use our vision is also to use movies as you've seen at the beginning of today's program television radio, social media. Some of you may be listening to social media, conferencing. We'd love to do a conference at your church. The arts, you'll see how we use that a little later. And our written books to equip the body of Jesus Christ, as Ephesians 4, 12 and 13 says. And the vision is made possible through or by the generous donations of the people who support a word from the Lord, Inc., which is a certified uh, 501c3 organization here in the United States. If you're in the United States and want to give to our ministry, visit our website, awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. Click this emblem here and you can give. You can also give by calling our 1-800 number. It's 1-855-510-1397. Again, our phone number is 1-855-510-1397. 1397. You can also support our ministry by using uh, uh, PayPal. It's paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. 
And also, you can support our ministry by using Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. Cash App, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars to support our ministry. Another way you can support our ministry is by visiting our website again, awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And this month, we want you to pick up my book, which I told you a little earlier about the series. You can click this link and get my book, John on the Run, for $12.99. And this book will go up after the series. So I want you to get it now. John on the Run. A donation of $12.99 to support our ministry. And also, if you join that Kindle Club, you can read not this book, but all of my books for free and to share them. We always like to make it a way where anybody can be a part of our ministry. Another book we want to share, we're sharing this month, is The Secret to Your Best Life. Do you know your purpose or why God bore you or you were born uh, for such a time as this. If you do not know your purpose, this is a perfect book for you to discover the secret to your best life is knowing why God sent you to this earth for this place and for this time. You can click this link, $9.99 and support our ministry that way. And also I've written several books, uh, How to Choose a Worthy Mate, and Find True Love is a popular book. Also, uh, the Me Too movement of the Bible, How to Overcome Anxiety in Life. I've written a book about uh, loneliness and for preachers, expository preaching book. Visit my library by clicking this book and any book that you buy will go to support of our ministry. And also, you can drop us an email at this link or text us. 1-855-510-1397. And also, I told you about the links that we have. You can catch up in the series by clicking this Facebook tab, this YouTube tab. You want to know more about me, you can hit this LinkedIn tab. I want to thank you for joining today. Now, let's get into the Word. You're listening to our Word from the Lord TV. My name, once again, is Pastor Michael Eton, and we're continuing a series that we've started uh, way back in week number one of the series, a message entitled Jesus and the Word of God. The second message was Jesus and the Wine of God, and then, which was his first miracle, then message three through Six, we saw some incredible miracles, Jesus in the wonder of God, Jesus in the whiz of God, Jesus in the wow of God, and Jesus in the awakening of God, where he called Lazarus from the dead. Then we got to uh, eight, uh, which was Jesus in the weeds, uh, weeds, not of God, and that was a mandate to be fruitful, and we're today... And seven was a mandate to be a servant, the washing, Jesus and the washing of God. But today we're on Jesus and the withholding of God. Once again, you can go to our Facebook page and our YouTube page and download all of these messages uh, for free. But ultimately, you can get these messages in this book entitled John on the Run. But let's get into today's message, Jesus and the withholding of Peter. Uh, we're going to read uh, several texts, uh, and it's on the screen, starting with John chapter 18 and 16, which reads as following. 
But Peter had to wait outside at the door. The other disciple, who was known to the high priest, came back, spoke to the servant girl on duty there, and brought Peter in. You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? She asked Peter. He replied, I am not. Verse 25. Meanwhile, Simon Peter was, was still standing there warming himself so that they asked him, you aren't one of his disciples too, are you? He denied it, saying, I am not one of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, challenged him. Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Again, Peter denied it. And at that moment, a rooster began to crow. Let's see how Luke saw these last minutes. Luke 22, 60 and 62. Peter replied, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word that Jesus had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. May God only bless the doers of his holy and magnificent and marvelous word. Again, today we're talking about on the word from the Lord TV, Jesus and the withholding of Peter. We're going to see today Peter's delaying, Peter's denials, and Peter's uh, despair. Peter's delaying, Peter's denials, and Peter's despair. One Christians to know today that Christians should learn through Peter that God is a God of the second chance. Christians should learn through Peter that God is a God of the second chance. We always hear on Word from the Lord TV like to look at the maps. This is a map of Jesus and Jesus's day. And I always like to kind of put us on the map. And right now we are at Anna's house, at Anna's house, on point 12 on the map. And we know that Jesus on the night that he would ultimately be tried and be put to death, went uh, to six different trials. Started here, and Anna was a high priest uh, who was put in place by the Romans, and they sent him from Anna's house to Caiaphas' house down here. And Caiaphas, he would be put on trial, and later with the Sanhedrin, the uh, that would be three trials. And once they finished the religious trials, Jesus was telling them all the time that he's going to be turned over to be crucified. Uh, they sent him from 13 to 14 on the map to Pilate. And once they uh, sent him from uh, Pilate 14, they sent him back over here to Herod's palace. That's five and six. And they sent him back to Pilate which is 16, that was six times 
it would be put on trials and we're at the beginning of it all where jesus is being put on trial by the high priest by the romans anna and this was a jewish high priest Caiaphas. and they were thought in history to have been related but it was at this place where peter would deny jesus there in jerusalem um, and there are several other places I would like to share, but I must move on. Peter's denying. Aren't you one of these this man's disciples too, are you? She asked Peter. He replied, I am not. First of all, what's interesting about this text, saints of God, is there's a, a disciple that they talk about, the other disciple. We, we try to figure this out for years. Who was this other disciple who was known by the high priest? Who was this other disciple known by the high priest? Who, how would the high priest know a disciple of Jesus? And we saw where he lived in the city there. And he was a man of great authority and great power. How would one of the 12 disciples who were from Galilee, and they know that they were from Galilee because of the way they spoke, and that's what gave uh, Peter up here in America. Uh, we're said that those of us down south have a dialect or way that we talk as opposed to those who are up north or out west, and that there is a different kind of dialect. So we wonder in this text, who is the other disciple? Many of us determined that the other disciples and thought the other disciple was, sim was simply John because he used himself in the third person uh, throughout uh, John. He used uh, the name, the disciple whom Jesus loved. He doesn't identify himself, but we have identified him, tried to identify him as John, the writer of the book. But who was this other disciple? Most of us thought that it was John, once again, using that terminology for himself. But I read an article as I was preparing for this, that the other disciple may not have been John. The other disciple could have been Judas. And that does make more sense because Judas uh, would sell Jesus out, and it was, they're about to go to uh, Caiaphas' house after they leave Anna, and, and, and Caiaphas was the one who came up with the plan, and they were, it said in history, that they were related. So uh, many people believe that it was Judas now, who's the other disciple who was, uh, who let Peter in, and Peter was set up and went in first, by a servant girl on on duty there and she asked him the question are you one of this man's disciples too are you and she asked peter and he replied not that was the beginning of the premonitions for that jesus told peter who was so bold and ambitious who once said that I'll die for you, Peter. And this is Pete. Pete was a man of his word because Peter, what would give him up on the last time uh, he would uh, uh, deny Jesus was a relative of the man who ear, who he cut off. 
You know, you ain't going to ever forget. If you see your relative getting cut, you ain't going to ever forget the person who done it. So Peter wasn't just a man of words. He was a man of actions. But Jesus told him that he would deny him three times. And here is the first time that Peter denied Christ. First time. And this is an awesome painting entitled The Denial of Peter. It has Jesus in the background there uh, being put on trial at Anna's house uh, at the beginning. Again, they probably right here taking him to Caiaphas house uh, to be tried for the second and third time. And then as I shared earlier, but it was at Anna's house where we hear the cock would crow, uh, would crow after he denied. And here's Peter and his denial and the cock was crowing. And Jesus is looking at Peter as we read a little earlier. Somebody tonight can relate to this because they have failed God. They didn't just you didn't just fail God one time, but you fail God uh, perpetually on a night. You fail God. You you were saved and delivered from alcohol, but you on this night of parting, you fail God and you kept drinking and became all drunk and and had a, a hard night. Somebody you you were delivered from drugs and alcohol, but on this day you got caught up with the wrong kind of people and you fell back into drug addiction. Somebody's listening at the sound of my voice. Man, you were delivered from womanizing. But uh, on this night, one woman came onto you and you could not say no. And you find yourself denying your faith through your actions. God has a word for you today. God is a God of a second chance. We see Peter and his remorse, but we know that God was not finished with Peter, even though he had failed him in this text. And this reminds me of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, which says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. You see, as long as Peter thought he was the man, that he had the power, that he had the strength, that he had the knife, that he could take care of anybody, he, he would hold down and have anybody's back, ten toes down, as some of the young folk used to say, for Jesus. And he failed him. Somebody has failed the Lord today, tonight, this morning, or whatever you're listening or watching, a word from the Lord. TV and God sent me all the way through these radio airs to let you know that his grace is sufficient for you. For his power is made perfect in weakness. And in Jesus' name, I want you to know today that God is a God of a second chance. He's really the God of perpetual second chance in Jesus' name. Talking about today on the word from the Lord TV, Jesus and the withholding of Peter. Jesus, Jesus' denial, Jesus' denial. Uh, verse uh, 18, and, and this is 25. Meanwhile, this is the second time he denied. He said, meanwhile, Simon Peter was still standing there warming himself. Now, Take note, he went from Peter to Simon Peter. Uh, Peter is, comes from a Greek word, which means rock. Simon comes from a Greek word that means pebble. And right now, 
uh, Jesus had changed his name to Peter, but right now, Peter is failing. And now he's identified as Simon Peter. He's even went back to his pebble way. Somebody's God has made you the rock of your family, but you failed and you've gone back to your pebble ways. And, and, and Simon Peter now was standing there warming himself and they asked him, you aren't one of his disciples, are you? And he denied it, saying, I am not. Second time, Peter denies Jesus. Jesus told him it would happen. Peter said in the Etons translation, I would die for you, Jesus. Hello, Prince. Ah, but. Right now, he's denying Jesus for the second time. Somebody's in the midst of the denial. You've got to come to yourself. Somebody's failed God and you continue to fall, fall. Hello, somebody. But God has sent me here today to remind you to do this simple thing. In the words, we like to put things in the words of an eight-year-old. Here's a word from the Lord. We want everybody to understand. Here's a, a vision of where Peter is. He's, he's warming himself by the fire. Um, he hadn't completely abandoned Jesus like most of the other disciples. We hear, we hear of the other disciple that was there who was known by the priest. But he's the only one there that is identified. And John is writing this book. And he's by the fire, and they ask, hey, once you want, he denied. He walked away. He denied trying to get away. That was the first time he denied. Many of us deny God by our ways. There's another second time this, this, this girl says, aren't you one? He said, no, I, I, no I'm not the one. He, he denies again. And here they are pressing his feet to the fire, saying, we know that you are the man. He said, man, and it says in that Greek word, that's a cuss word, blankety blank. I'm not the man. And here's Jesus reminding him that he's God. He Once again, you're listening to a word from the Lord. I want to thank you once again for joining us on today's program. We pray that this word encourages your hearts, minds, and souls in Christ Jesus, Jesus, and the withholding of Peter. And we want you to be encouraged in the Lord. If God used this uh, ministry today to encourage you to give to our ministry, we want you to visit our website, awftl with Dr. Michael and KimberlyEton.org. There, just want to give a gift. Click this emblem here, 501c3 emblem. And if you're in America, you can get a tax deduction and you can give that way or call. 1-855-510-1397. That is also a text line. You want to text encouragement to us. You can text us at 1-855-510-13 or 97. Also, you can PayPal us, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. And also cash app, the dollar sign, word from the Lord. $1, $5, $10 to support our ministry and to keep us on the now television network. We want to be friends with you for years. So support our ministry. As you visit and scroll down the website, you can see our vision for the ministries I shared a little earlier. This month, by buying John on the run, 
Uh, you can support our ministry for $12.99. It's John on the Run, a survey of the Bible New Testament book of John. We are in message or chapter nine of the book, and it's not too late to get it before we finish. Click this link and pick up the book. Also, this month, we're making secret the secret to your best life available to you. You don't know your purpose or why you were born. And if you're looking and are lacking purpose in your life, this is the book that you need to get up. I think this is fundamental, especially after you've gotten saved, it's fundamental to discover the secret to your best life. And this is a part of my seven verse series about understanding the will of God through the word of God. So pick up this book. It's uh, it, uh, $19.99. And also it is a workbook. And John on the Run is also a workbook, which has notes. You can take notes in it. You can watch videos, video scans in there. These are great tools to discover a personal, more intimate relationship with God. Also, I have written several books, uh, the Hanging There series, Hanging There Pastor. I want to encourage pastors. I've written a book for those who are considering marriage, how to choose a worthy mate and find true love. Uh, those uh, who are single, I wrote a book, uh, Sex and the Single Life. It's a book and work book written for Christians. And you say, how do you write a book for Christians when Christians shouldn't have sex if they're single? Well, it's a more complicated issue. And we explore the word of God in that book. You need to pick it up if you're single. How to become blessed as a single as well. And how to overcome anxiety in life. You're discovering or in anxiety right now. A lot of people are because of our times. Uh, also, I've written a book uh, about expository preaching. Whatever the Spirit leads you uh, to visit our library, I want him to lead you to the book that you need to pick up to inspire and encourage you in your Christian walk. I think I have 30 projects listed, and when you click this link, so make sure you go and buy a book to support our ministry right here on our website. You can send us an email, let us know, or encourage our hearts, minds, and souls, support our ministry by just encouragement. Everybody needs some encouragement. Also, you can text us 1-855-510-1397. And as I said a little earlier, you can follow us online. Uh, this is our Facebook link, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, and if you're concerned or want to know my qualifications, you can click this uh, LinkedIn tab there, and also you can download uh, free the YouTube videos of each message. I want to thank you for listening. May God bless you and keep you. Is my prayer. Don't need enough